Good afternoon to every one of you. Good afternoon. First of all, let me begin on a note of gratitude uh, for your prayers while I was away to visit with my family back home in Nigeria. And I did tell them many good stories about St. Peter's, and also they asked me to send uh, regards and greetings and prayers and appreciation to all of you. So thank you so much. I miss all of you, and it's so good to be back home. Thank you, and God bless you. So today, like I said at the beginning of the Mass, we celebrate in anticipation of the third Sunday in ordinary time, uh, the Sunday of the Word of God. A reminder, in 2019, September 30, Pope Francis, in his pastoral uh, apostolic letter, the letter is titled in Latin, Aperuit Illis. It means, um, you know, it is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, the last chapter in the Gospel of Luke. Uh, it means uh, the two disciples, if you remember, going to Emmaus, Christ opened their minds to the scriptures and they were able to understand everything written in the scripture. So reflecting on that opening of their minds to understand everything written in the Bible or in the scripture, the Pope thought it wise that we set out a Sunday once a year to study, to reflect, and also disseminate the Word of God. Because the Word of God is so central to all of what we do in the church. In fact, everything about the teachings of the church, the doctrines, even our life, is based on the scripture. That is why St. Jerome, the famous uh, saint that we know so well about the study of the Bible, he says that ignorance of the scripture is ignorance of Christ. Because the greatest story ever told is the Bible. If you and I are ignorant of the Bible, we do not and cannot or may not encounter Christ himself because the greatest story of God revealing himself, making himself known, is what we see each time we take up the scripture to read. We encounter God in many ways. First, as a community of the faithful. Second, in the Eucharist, when we celebrate the sacrament of the Eucharist. But also, each time we open the word of God. We just uh, got out from the Christmas period. And you know, in the Gospel of John chapter 1 and also Genesis chapter 1, we read, in the beginning was the Word. And in verse coming down, the Word became flesh and lived among us. So it is that same Word that is Christ that we read each time we open the pages of the Scripture. That is why the church is celebrating this third Sunday set aside for us to look into the Scripture. And you see the role of the scripture in the life of the people of Israel in the first reading and also in the proclamation of Christ himself in the gospel reading. In the first reading, we read about the experience of the people of Israel when they came back after captivity. For you to understand what is going on in the prophecy of Nehemiah, you need to go back to the book of Ezra. Ezra started narrating the experience and the time the king, Cyrus, gave an order for the remnants to come back to Israel to rebuild the temple, Jerusalem. And that was when the priest, Ezra, read from the Bible 
and they were able to recognize how they went away from the word of God and the reason for the exile. And they wept because uh, they did not keep the commandments of the word of God. But then they realized that there is need to listen to the word of God and they shouted, Amen. Amen simply means we now believe what is written in the scripture. We now believe in the commandments. We now believe in the law of Christ. Remember, in the book of the Psalms, the very first Psalm, when you open your Bible, it says, happy is the man and also the woman whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And on this law of the Lord, he and she meditates day and night. And because he and she meditates on this law of the Lord day and night, they will be like trees planted by the riverside that bears fruit in those seasons, but also in plenty. You also see the same blessings in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8, saying the same thing, to meditate on this book of the law day and night, and to be careful to observe everything written in this book of the law. And if we are careful to observe all of them, to walk in the path of this law of the Lord, then everything we do, we prosper. That is what the word of God says. And we shall become successful in all we do. That is the place of the word of God in the life of every Christian. And the author of the letter of Hebrews tells us the word of God is alive and active. It is alive and active because in the psalm of today, it says, your words are spirit and life. Because they are spirit and life, check, you know, think about it. Without the spirit, we are nothing. Because human person is a composite of body and spirit. And because the word is spirit and life, it revives like the Psalm 19 of this month. Your words revives, it gladdens the heart. It makes us to come alive. That is what you see in that letter to the Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12. It is like a double-edged sword. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword because it is able to penetrate where the link of the body and spirit are together. It is able to penetrate to order our steps and to order our, everything that we do. That is what uh, we also read in the, the longest psalm in the Bible, Psalm 119. If you open up to verse 105, your words is like a lamp to my step and a light unto my feet. There are so many reasons that we have to take up the Bible to read. It is for you and I to make like, some people have programs that help them to go through the word of God from January to December. Others belong to a Bible study group that help them to understand especially for proper interpretation of the word of God because many people are out there perhaps interpreting wrongly uh, the scripture. But if we are able to join a Bible study group or even read commentaries on the scripture, then we are able not only to hear the presence of the Lord daily in our life, but also to understand and to walk in his path so that the blessings promised to those who sincerely seek him will be ours. And so today, Jesus went back to the temple, beginning his public mission 
we read, you know, the Gospel of Luke, we started from chapter one and jumped to four. You will notice the gap, you know, in the Gospel of today. Remember, we are in year C, and in year C, the Gospel focuses on the Gospel of Luke. In year A, we focus on Matthew. Year B is on Mark, and in year C, it is on Luke. So today we start in chapter one, but we jump to four, so that the rest of the Sundays in this year C, you will see what is going on and how we are gradually moving through the Gospel of Luke. So in declaring his public mission or pub mission statement, Christ is saying, that same spirit, your words are spirit and life, that the spirit of the Lord has been given to me and what am I going to do with that spirit? Because that spirit has been given to me. He has sent me to bring good news, glad tidings, according to some versions, to bring good news to the poor, not necessarily poverty in your pocket, but poverty in virtuous life, to bring good news to the poor, those who are in bondage to liberate them, set them free, those who are blind to receive their sight, and uh, to proclaim the Lord's year of favor. And through our baptism, we share in the same mission of Christ to bring good news to others, to set others free. You may not know that we participate in setting others free, but also set, setting ourselves free. If there is someone that I hate so much, I need to untie them and let them go or even planning vengeance against anyone to untie that person, let him go, or even manipulating and using others. That same mission is to set others free, like Jesus Christ himself. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we gather on this Sunday of the Word of God, we ask him to give us that grace to liberate us, first of all, so that we are able to liberate others in the beginning of his gospel, and not gospel, in the beginning of his letter to Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul tells us to give thanks to God who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we are able to comfort those who are in many afflictions. So it's a way of sharing in that same mission of Jesus Christ. And like I said, if we are ignorant of the mission, of the life of Christ in the Bible, then we cannot uh, exercise this mission properly. We can also be the Bible or the scripture that others will read by the way we conduct ourselves. May we make our time to plan for the rest of the year, or maybe weekly, or maybe uh, monthly, to study the Word of God, to disseminate it, and to live it out so that in the end, in the evening of life, we shall behold him as he really is. May God continue to bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen.